Now premiering at home, don't miss the terrifying suspense thriller Spell, starring Amari Hardwick from the TV show Power and Loretta Devine. Marquise, played by Amari Hardwick, awakens from a plane crash imprisoned by a mysterious woman practicing hoodoo magic. He desperately tries to break free to save his family from the sinister rituals that await. Buy or rent Spell today on digital. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. And now back to the show. Let's get this bitch started. Stupid yet the rhyme's so brilliant Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling What the blood clot, how did all these lug rocks Have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot Now that's a mugshot Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast H-Cubed up in this bitch Yes sir, yes sir, we back with another motherfucker episode for y'all A little different this time around uh, You know, we had an interview scheduled for today But a couple things didn't go as planned So we're hoping to get that rescheduled But because of that, we're going to hit y'all with something different today And let me just tell y'all, because of that You know, I don't normally, I try not to smoke before, you know, we do the drinks Just some kind of coherent up here in the brain But since right now we're doing a little something different this time I don't get high real quick though. I'm not going to lie to y'all So Y'all getting all of this right now, there you all of this energy, and, you know, we're going to try something new today, all right? So we, we, we hope y'all fuck with this. All right, all right. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk, we're going to do a first listens episode, all first listens episode, but this, the, the change up on this is that it's going to be R&B hip-hop collaborations. Now, it can be with a rapper with a singer or singers with a rapper. Either way, it's classic music. Um, now, my man's here, Mr. Chris Ben Bass, came to me a while ago said, look, I'm trying to listen to some of that old classic R&B, and my eyes lit up like crazy, and he look, said, man. I need some help with let that. Me, let, me just, let, me just, let me just say how this came about, because I'm sure you're curious as to when the fuck, why this happened, and all that shit, and I, and I haven't even told you off air either. <laughs> so pretty much, I was fucking, um, I was listening, I was watching like a live stream or some shit, and the person who I was watching, he started playing, remember I, I sent you uh, Dream Lover, uh, Mariah Carey? Mm-hmm. He started playing that joint, and dog, I don't know if it's because I was smacking them too, or what the case <laughs> was, but dog, that fucking song, along with Mariah Carey's angelic fucking voice, was mm-hmm. just fucking crazy. Just Like, my head exploded when I heard that song, so I was like, yo, let me hit this nigga Koopa up, because this is what this nigga does. <laughs> And that is exactly what he did. Yes. So, yeah, that, that's how that came about. Yes. And I was sitting here thinking, I don't really even know how many of these R&B hip-hop combos he's heard back in the day. Now, I'm sure there's a couple on here uh, oh, that yeah. you have heard uh, yeah, sure, and some sure. of them that you may have heard and just didn't realize what they were or who yeah, they were. But uh, so, yeah, we're going to go through 10 songs. Not really sure how long that's going to take, but hey, we'll see. We'll bear see. through with those guys, and you are perfectly welcome to as you're listening to the podcast when the songs start playing. Because as you know, copyright infringement, we're not trying to get oh, yeah, in trouble do, with we nobody. So we're gonna we're gonna play the song for us to listen to, but y'all are gonna get the little one minute later type joint, uh, yes, and you is. can pause the podcast at that point and go back and listen to the song if you're not already familiar with said song. So, mm-hmm. All right. or if you're like me and you're not cultured and haven't listened to any of these joints, probably. <laughs> 
Then go ahead and go listen to them guys along with me. And hopefully, you know, we can see how we feel about it. All right. Now, the first one that we're going to do is comes from the 2000s, the early 2000s. I think it's like 2001, uh, maybe like 2000, 2001. It comes from the singer known as Maya featuring oh, Jay-Z. Geez. And the song is called The Best of Me Remix. Let me know when you're ready. Let's do it. A few minutes later. All right. All right. So what do you think? Yo, I'm going to be real. That joint is pretty hard. And again, I'm almost positive I've heard this song before, but I'm, I can't say for sure I have or I haven't, right? But another thing, too, I feel maybe I'm tripping, right? But I feel like this song, for some reason, could still be like come out today, kind of. Like, I feel like kind of like as like a... I don't know. I feel like it doesn't sound. It doesn't really all sound all that dated, to be honest. Yeah, it doesn't. Honestly, the the type of beat that it is is kind of yeah. almost one of those timeless beats. And yeah, the fact kinda, that yep. the the what is it? It's piano. That's the sample. Mm-hmm. Is it's very easy to like just kind of like you said transmute time or not transmute time, but stand up against time. So yeah. No, let, let me just say, <laughs> what I said during during us listening to it that Jay Z has. The, one of the funniest lines I think I've ever heard, which is, that's high school making me chase you around for months. Having an affair, act like an adult. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, what did he say? He said, uh, he said, um, pain is pressure and, uh, he said, uh, what's, what's it going to hurt? Uh, a oh, little pain me is pressure on top. pressure bust pipes. Yeah, no, he was like, I'm trying to remember what he said before that. He said something about a little me on top. Don't worry. Uh, uh, pain oh, is pressure and pressure bus price and you look like the I like your rough type <laughs> <laughs> and you looking like yeah. a skirt you looking like a flirt that uh with my hand up your skirt goddamn you yeah. flirt <laughs> yeah Yo, this is definitely uh pre uh pre 2015 I guess this yes. is definitely early 2000s hip yes. for sure with that kind of vernacular <laughs> for sure <laughs> but nah definitely I feel like this joint Again, I, I, I'm sure I've heard it at some point, but um, it, it's, it's dope. I, I like it a lot. Okay. I thought it was dope. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and slip right on into the second song. The second song is going to be LL Cool J featuring Total Lounging. A few minutes later. But, 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 but. What'd you think, sir? Yeah, no, that drum was dope. The one thing I will say is this is. This I guess and maybe it's just because of LL style, but he kind of it definitely sounds a little older than uh, than the last song. Oh yeah, I, I feel like his his con- just again just LL style and his whole delivery and everything. I feel like it kind of sounds dated. Obviously, you know him being an older rapper. Well, I mean this but, was yeah this was grown up L back in like ninety five ninety six I think it was. Oh okay yeah. okay okay. So this is definitely like. Later in his in his career. Oh yeah, no, this featured Total from the Bad Boy era. So yeah. Oh okay, okay, true, 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 true. Nah, that they were they were dope on this joint though. Mm-hmm. They were dope as shit. I, in all honesty, I would say they were my favorite part of the song. Okay, okay. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like LL did his thing on it, but I I, I really like their uh the hook on it. No, nah, I fuck song. with I, I fuck with you. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. All right, let's go ahead and go to the third song. And that third song is going to be Mary J. Blige featuring the Notorious B.I.G. Real Love Remix. A few minutes later. What do you think of Mary J. Blige and Biggie? Yeah, first of all, shout out to Diddy for the fucking beginning. Well, the beat in general was tough, but the fucking little, I don't even know what to call that at the beginning and at the very end. Fucking, 
I don't know. That shit was vicious. The little but, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I kind of wish he would have kept it going a little bit longer in the song or maybe like brought it back in the middle of the song, like True. maybe during Biggie's verse. That would have been fucking hard, like hearing Biggie rap over that. Hell yeah. But nah, the drum was fucking dope as shit. Now, obviously, this is one of those songs that I've, I've heard before, and I just, I don't think I, I've like really actually listened to. I just kind of, I feel like this is one of those timeless songs, like for sure. I, at least, because this 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 is a remix, right? Like this is, um, yeah. this is a regular version of this song? Yeah. Yeah, so so I, I'm sure, because I've, I've definitely, I think everybody knows the real love, mm-hmm. I'm searching. I think everybody kind of knows that, like at least that part of the song. Yeah. So this is this is a song that I, I I'm, I'm sure I'd heard before, but I kind of wish Biggie had a little bit of a longer verse because I feel like his verse was kind of short a little bit. Or maybe came up like had like a quick rhyme at the beginning and then another yeah, one. Yeah, yep. You know? That's what I thought was gonna happen. I thought you know since it was a short verse, I thought he was gonna come back. It almost sounded like he spit like an eight and was gonna come back and with another eight at the end of the song. But just... No, yeah, like I've always that's always been one of the things about me in this song is that I love Biggie, I love Mary, and I would have loved to hear more of Biggie on this. Song. Like I just oh, figured yeah. that's the only thing that this song because, is missing. Because I, I feel like there's plenty of of Mary singing the hook that could have just been another, you know, half of another Biggie version. Exactly. So, but nah, but with the song, as I'm sure everybody feels this way, classic, timeless, all that shit. That shit was dope. Yep, yep. For sure. All right, we're gonna go into number four, and that's gonna be SWV featuring the Wu Tang Clan, Anything Remix. And this is definitely a remix because the original Anything song sounds nothing like this song. <laughs> oh, and the original Anything on, on Above the Rim? No, that was the remix was for the soundtrack to Above the Rim. Oh, okay. okay. The regular version was on their, uh, their studio album. Okay, good. All right, ready? Yep, let's do it. A few minutes later. All right, cool, okay, cool, so cool, cool. What was your thoughts on the SWV featuring the Wu-Tang Clan, <laughs> specifically Old Dirty Bastard, Method Man, and Raekwon? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, I like that they both, or I, like both, I guess all three of them kind of, it made it so that unless you really, I guess, were a really big Wu-Tang fan, or unless you were paying attention, one or the other, um, you really didn't know that they kind of changed in and out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, obviously, at first it was Old Dirty Bastard, right? Yep. Yeah, so he came in, and then after that, met the man, and then Raekwon at, uh, at the end, and then and then met the man, I think, came back in as well at the end as well. Yeah, he came back uh, in for, like, that last, like, two lines or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, so that, that that was really dope. I think all, all three of them killed this joint. I think they all rode the beat real tough. And I, I just think it's kind of funny. Well, not all the time, but I definitely feel like most of the time. When there's like a remix, when there's a, a rap in, in, in R&B, I feel like they always kind of cater towards the rapper. But then again, that just speaks about the, I guess, I don't know if ambiguity is the right word, but f- of singing that you could kind of just put it anywhere as opposed to rapping. And you can't just put a rap on any, you know, beat. But singing, you could kind of do more with it. So I guess that's why you, you kind of, you know, make it more for the rapper easier for the rapper i guess i got you with, Hold on, with the on. beat honestly that's kind of how it went like back in the day though it's like when you if you're the singer if you have the rapper on your song the rapper doesn't care you the rapper caters to you because they're your guest so right. you sing your song how you're supposed to they come in and they have their little verse or or they do a bridge or whatever it is that they do but it was like back in the day in the 90s like yeah you'd, you'd have rappers on a song but they weren't the main focus of that song if right. it wasn't their song Nah, and and it's just funny going back to the um, to the Mary and uh, and Biggie joint uh, 
Real Love, mm-hmm. the remix joint. I feel like the mentioning of the artist that they're that they're wh- whom they're doing a, um, a fucking a feature with is kind of so nineties. <laughs> like how Biggie kind of mentioned Mary in the rap. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's just such a nineties or like mid two thousands thing to do. It very like, much is because uh, Wu Tang did the same thing. Cause they were like, is Wu Tang with the Killer Bees? Oh yeah, Wu-Tang yeah. Killer Bees with the S W to the V. I'm telling you, that is it's such a fucking like '90s thing for yeah. sure, 100. percent But you'll never forget who the fuck is in that song, goddamn it. No, <laughs> <laughs> you'll know for sure. Ain't no question. No bull. All right, uh, now that was song number four, S W V featuring Wu Tang, Anything Remix. Um, the next song, song number five, is a very popular song. So even if you don't know it well, I'm sure you've heard it at least once. It's Nas featuring Lauren Hill, If I Rule the World. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whenever you're ready, sir. All right, let's go. go. A few minutes later. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, and what do you think of If I Rule the World? Yeah, um, like you said, definitely heard this this song. I've definitely heard of course. a bunch of times. I feel like it's, it's, it's one of those songs... That they'll, they'll they'll randomly sneak into your uh whatever your local station is, um you know sometimes throughout the day it's just one of those timeless songs, and right rightfully so I feel like it's you know dope song both uh, Lauren and Nas did their thing, and again it kind of has that like '90s feel it's definitely a dated song for sure mm-hmm. it has the '90s feel to it I'm surprised I don't I don't think he called out Lauren in his joint but you know I'm sure if he had a chance he probably would have but. <laughs> But nah, nah, this genre, this genre is dope, obviously. I don't really have to say much. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody's heard the song. Oh, yeah, oh, dope yeah. Song. All right, and now we're going to go on to song number six, which is going to be Case featuring Foxy Brown, Touch Me, Tease Me. A few minutes later. All right, what'd you think of Touch Me, Tease Me, dude? That joint was dope. The one thing that I kind of peeped was, um, do you know if Biggie may have wrote Foxy's verse here, maybe, potentially? Probably not. Probably not. Because when Foxy came out, she was more attuned to Jay Z and Nas and all of them. So if anybody helped to write it, it would it would probably been one of them. Okay, well I guess it kind of makes sense because they. I mean I'm not saying that this is true, but I guess people say that people like to argue that uh, Jay kind of took Biggie's flow. Is that would you say that that's? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, he kind of, at least at least older uh, Jay Z. Kind yeah, of sounded yeah. A lot of people similar. say that. A lot of people say that. So this, this definitely. All right, then. Then I wouldn't be surprised if Jay wrote. Uh, I would Foxy's not be surprised. Of... I cannot gar- cannot verify that without doing research. But yes, I would. Actually, probably... hold on. You know what? I'm sure I can find out right here. <laughs> Do not see Mr. Sean Carter's name here, so I can only think that maybe she uh and that she being Miss Foxy Brown wrote this. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah. But um, but yeah, no, this one was dope. Uh, I think she had like her, I guess, demeanor and everything. Her kind of like low tone kind of fit this kind of beat, and I, I thought it, I thought it was a dope song. I thought it was a really dope song. Actually, this is and, one of my favorite and, songs from the back in the day too. You said it was one of your favorite songs. Yep. Yeah, no, nah, I was about to say you were saying that he was an underrated R and B singer from back in the day. Mm-hmm. He his shit was dope too. His yeah. singer was vicious on this joint. Hell yeah, this is a dope song. Honestly, if you want to see the first. I don't know if it was her first. I think it would have been her first glimpse as a video girl, actually. Mm. But look up the case song Happily Ever After, the music video for it. Mm. And Beyonce is the video girl. And this is before she did anything? Way before. Even really? before Destiny's Child. Because I think Happily Ever After came out in like 95, 96, 
something like that. I don't think Destiny's Child came out to like '97 or '98. That's crazy. Cause wasn't she like young as shit for Destiny's Child? Mm-hmm. That's kind of wild. But you know, pretty girl in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? You said it's called Happily Ever After. Yep. And it's a vicious ass song too, like for real. I don't see the uh, the music video. The- no, just the song comes up. Mm, there's definitely a music video. I'll look it up and uh, see if I can send it to you. All right, but let's go ahead and go on to song number seven. And actually, we're just going to do eight songs just for the for the uh, saving of the time. Yes, sir. Uh, so song number seven was going to be Mariah Carey featuring ODB Fantasy Remix. Ready? Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. A few minutes later. So what would you think of the Fantasy Remix, sir? Uh, yeah, that, that joint was dope. Again, I feel like this happens all the I guess it's, it's a consistent thing, but I feel like uh, hip-hop or rap verses are kind of short when the beat kind of caters to the, to the singer, you know what I mean? Or, or when it's the actual singer's song, which, you know, fair enough. You know, obviously that makes sense. But I feel like ODB's verse was a little strong here, but the song overall was dope. And I feel like I've heard the... Oh yeah, it's like, definitely sampled from something from the seventies. I just can't remember, we can't remember what song it is right now. Also, this isn't the original song. No, this is a. It was uh, this song is sampled from something. I, like I said, I just can't remember what. Oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but nah, this, this one was up. I, I fuck with this one. No, nah, this is mind. another vicious ass song, and uh, it was so weird when the song first came out, honestly, because it was like the sweetness of Mariah Carey mixed in with the gutterness of old dirty bastard like nobody expected a song like like them to ever work on a song together and then out of nowhere because back in the day mariah carey wasn't like she is now mariah carey was the squeaky clean voice like of god and type you know like that like Mm -hmm. she was put up on that pedestal kind of like i don't remember you you may not remember that but yeah she was supposed to be the good girl she was the good girl and yeah. then, like, her and her husband got a, got a divorce, and she started fucking with all them niggas when the Honey album came out. <laughs> and that's when she started doing all that hood shit. So, no, um, But, yeah, it was just such a weird juxtaposition of artists at the time. Right. Now we probably wouldn't even think of anything like that. But back then... By the way, I uh, just found it. Tom Tom Club, Genius of Love, apparently, is a song. Don't know that song by heart, but okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, this is very I don't even know where I know that from but I definitely know it from somewhere anyway that's gonna bug me anyway alright let's get into the last jump wanna hear your reaction on and uh, that one is gonna be Tupac featuring Casey and Jojo how do you want it pretty sure I've heard this song but let's find out alright let's do it a few minutes later alright and what'd you think of how do you want it I bet so Casey and Jojo Tupac how do you want it that joint was dope. That joint was dope. Um, I this is one of those songs that I had heard before, um, not extensively. I kind of just, you know, I guess had heard maybe parts of the song or not, no, but not like all the way through, I guess. Uh, but I, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good, um, a good mix between the two artists. I, th- I thought it was. A, I thought that was really dope. Again, this is one song I did not expect to ever hear when these artists joined together. I mean, like I knew Casey and JoJo from Jodeci. The group, they weren't angels, but I just did not expect them to be on a record with Tupac, honestly. I didn't expect Hold any on, they were in, They were in, uh, in Jodeci? Yeah. I Casey and JoJo remember. are two of the original members of Jodeci, and I don't remember who the other guys' names are, but... And that's like a well-known thing? Oh, yeah. Jodeci is a poppin'-ass R&B group from the fucking early 90s. Everybody knows that that's fucking Casey and JoJo? As far as I'm aware. Duh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I didn't know that uh, Casey and JoJo was making music at this time, but I was like, okay, that doesn't even make sense now. If you're saying that they, that they, um, that they used to be part of Jodeci, yeah, or, or two um, founding members of Jodeci. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly when Jodeci split up, so there's always that. Because you right. know these back in the day musical groups, there was no Instagram, no social media, so you sometimes it took forever to figure out if if a group was broke up, and sometimes you just never figured it out. Only time you figured it out is because they never released anything else. <laughs> that is dog. That is crazy anxiety for a fan that I don't. I'm glad I don't have to deal with ever again in my life. Oh man, so many good artists that I just was like, what what, what the fuck happened to them? What the fuck happened yeah. to them? Hey yo, that's so crazy because like now you could like check online like. Okay, the nigga he got locked up for fucking holding some bricks he shouldn't have had, or or he fucking killed his brother or some shit. But nigga, or this nigga's the, just working down at AutoZone now. Or or dog, even worse, dog. <laughs> even worse than killing your brother or, or getting caught with a brick is working at AutoZone after being a rapper. <laughs> a popping rapper at that. So, uh, what did you think of that? Would you be down to do another one of those? Uh, oh yeah, time? for sure, for sure. Now, one hundred percent. I actually think we should do this. Maybe once a month, maybe potentially. Hey, okay, we can do that. We I think that. I think this is dope. I think uh, I hope hope you guys enjoy this joint just as much as I do, especially for all the younger dudes out there, uh, like myself. I did say younger because a nigga is getting closer to thirty. I'm just saying, but <laughs> regardless, for the younger folks out there who might not be all the way in tune with some of the great music from the '90s, definitely, I think this is a good segment that you know I hope we can continue to do. For sure. All right, now that ends the episode for first listens for the R&B hip-hop collabos. Before we get up out of here, <laughs> uh, we want to try and give you guys some album suggestions today. So is there an album suggestion that you have, sir? Yes, sir, as a matter of fact. So let's go back to 2005. My man, Jim Jones, Harlem, Diary of a Summer. It's funny because we, ta- we were doing an episode on, um, on hip-hop and R&B collabs, so I feel like this is a good... A good segue because one of my favorite songs on the album called My Diary is just that. It's pretty much a it, it's crazy because it's his song, but it definitely has an R and B uh sounding beat to it. And I think it's just an overall vicious song. The sample's dope on the joint. Yeah, check check the joint out. You got uh Joel Santana, Max B all over this joint. And yeah, this is this is definitely Max B's like at his best in my opinion, like mid to late. 2000s so definitely uh check out jim jones harlem diary of the summer okay all right my pick for today is gonna be bust rhymes extinction level event 2 the wrath of god uh it just came out a few days ago and it's a really interesting cd the um the beats are out of control crazy the rhymes are crazy there's all types of old artists on there there's Minister Farrak, Louis Farrakhan's on that motherfucker. I mean, I really feel like this album is just kind of like all over the place, but like in a good way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and in typical Busta Rhymes fashion, the shit is just fucking off the fucking wall. Oh, I, I can only imagine and so, only hope. Hell yeah. So if y'all want to listen to something that's a little bit different, sounds a little bit new, but still crazy off that Busta tip, check out ELE2, The Wrath of God. But, but it's, it's crazy. We just reviewed that um, shameless plug a couple of weeks ago. So definitely go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, we reviewed Extension Level Event, the first one, which I believe came out in 99. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big facts. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell the people before we get up out here today? Hey, man. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for, uh, you know, sticking with us. 
another week here. You know, we hope to get back to business uh, with more album reviews, more episodes, and hopefully more interviews sooner than later. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, due to fucking technical and nostril difficulties here, it's my turn to attempt to do this. Y'all know where y'all can find us. Y'all can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, uh, Spreaker. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple, but SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud, definitely SoundCloud. I was just about to say SoundCloud. Spreaker, if I didn't say that already. And all the mother motherfucking drugs that this nigga says every fucking week, except for this. But he can't because the nigga's having an allergy attack. So y'all gonna y'all get me this week, all right? <laughs> so definitely check us out everywhere that I just said. And uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Hip Hop Heads Podcast, spelled out like every fucking week. Spell that motherfucker out. Actually, Instagram and Twitter are at HQ Podcast. That's spelled out. That is actually what's spelled out, not what I said. So let this nigga tell you, not me. But regardless, look for us and we'll be there. And I promise you next week, you won't get this terrible wing version of where to find us. And hopefully, you know, this nigga gets better. (laughs) I love it. I love everything about it. All right, y'all. From us, from everybody around the world, we love y'all. Take care of each other. Wash our hands. Wash our ass. Be safe. And if you haven't, all right, well, by the time this joint come out, it's going to be election day. So go vote, niggas. Yeah, go vote. Hi. Right. Peace. Peace.